Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Outland Filmmakers. I'm your host, John Farmer, Dilatory Executive Director of the Ozarks Film Foundry. I'm here today. We're here again to talk about the about cinema outside of the big major centers, New York and L.A., about indie filmmaking, trends in the business and show business and everything else in between. And today we are blessed. Blessed. Is that the right word? Blessed in the movie context. We're fortunate to have here uh, Wyatt Vogt, who is a uh, prolific YouTuber. Uh, you can find him at at WVT. And he's here today, today to talk to us about social media, the power of social media and how filmmakers, mm-hmm. indie filmmakers, independent creators can use the power of social media to get around gatekeepers. We're also here with Jeff Clinkenbeard. The that, that was, was that gatekeepers or gatekeepers? I gatekeepers. Like, gatekeepers. Okay, fine. <laughs> yes, gatekeepers. Okay. Because good luck with the other one. I know, yeah. right? Uh, Jeff Clinkenbeard is the co-founder um, and is the creative director of Sato 48, which is the 48-hour film festival in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, it brings a lot of joy to filmmakers every year. It's in its 19th season. It is a well of creativity and, uh, and a great outlet for a lot of people who make movies here in our area. And it's a t- it's tried and true uh, filmmaking format that is found around the world. So Jeff is here to talk to us about, um, again, getting around gatekeepers. Yes. Yeah. That's right. So... Um, so Wyatt, you're here today. Um, it's sort of a surprise guest, and yep. happy to have you here, and and really happy that you're willing to share your knowledge about how social media operates. Because uh, we're living in great times. The one of the barriers to making films previously was the high cost of filmmaking. Uh, that's not so much an issue anymore. Uh, anyone can buy a prosumer level camera and go out and make a film if they got a story they want to tell. Yep. But they. You, now you're competing against the world, which is one of your things, Jeff. I think you've said before, uh, the quality standard's gone up, but now you're competing against the world. So got to make high quality stuff and got to get the word out and get mm-hmm. through the noise. So you have a method for doing that. And uh, one of the big questions out there always is, how does one become an influencer? How does one rise above the noise? How does one use social media? Maybe you can walk us through some of the initial steps. Maybe walk us through your journey to begin with, uh, how you became a YouTuber of note. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first off, thanks for having me. Uh, We're happy to have you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll start off with like how I got started personally. So like I've always from when I was like 10 years old, always been making films like me and my sister would like play a song and we would like reenact it and like do like music videos, I guess, to it. And so like we would make these in real time and I'd go home and like edit it. And this was like all on like an iPhone. We shoot on like the first iPhone. I'm like iPhone five. And so it went from there. And then I, I was like a Twitch streamer at one time. So I, I, I like bounce around at all these different like video things trying to find like my niche really. And then after I was a Twitch streamer that uh, I would just start doing like YouTube and stuff. So I, I actually run four channels now. I have a car channel which is taken off and I have a prank channel which is WT and then I have the short forms which uh, the short form. YouTube, YouTube the, shorts you're talking about? Yeah well so it's YouTube shorts, TikTok, uh, Instagram reels. Short form people people's attention span is not good today in today's like day and age. Okay, so you have on. to you have to yeah, <laughs> you have to, you yeah, have to yeah, make, the test here will be whether Jeff can like you know yeah. pay attention. Yes, go ahead. Right. So <laughs> oh to, no, <laughs> you have to make these short form content that people want to watch and like uh, so say they see like a short video they want to they'll click on like your stuff and go to your profile after seeing that. So and what's uh, the average amount of time that people look at a video before they move on? Um, can you say, I mean, is, I mean, is there an average time? It's different for every platform. Okay. So like for like TikTok, uh, a good like barrier to go around is like 
15, 20 seconds, it's a lot shorter. So, like, on Instagram Reels, it's a little bit higher than that. If you can aim for, like, a 30-second to 35-second range. So, depending on what platform, then you can decide on, like, how long your videos have to be. And the and point so, of having a short uh, reel or a short YouTube mm -hmm. video is that that's what helps it go viral, right? Yeah, yeah. So these algorithms, though, even if you have no followers at all, they'll push your videos. Because if so, say the these platforms, they'll show it to like a five people. And if those five people really like it and like they interact with the video and they like watch it all the way through, they'll show it to the next tier of people. So they'll show it to like a hundred people. And then depending on how it reacts and how people like go like view your video, how many tiers it goes up from then. Now I've seen some of the metrics or analytics yeah. and some of this stuff. Like if a video say on YouTube shorts is 31 seconds, it's like you have, you know, most of your audience, but then you go 32, 34 seconds, you lose 40% of the audience right there in those few seconds. So, so longer videos just don't do as well. The algorithm doesn't treat them as well. Right? Yeah. I mean, they don't unless you can keep them enticing throughout like a minute or two minutes. But yeah, these short form like TikTok and Instagram reels, they're mainly like 90% for like really short form 30 second clips. So for someone who's trying to uh, find a strategy to become viral, to become a, you know, an influencer, to become, to let, you know, kind of level up. Right. Mm -hmm. um, these short reels are the way to go. Right. That's yeah. what I'm hearing. Yeah, hundred percent. Because, like I said, you can start off with zero followers, and tomorrow you can have a hundred thousand followers. So, Jeff, now you have here the the Sato Forty Eight Hour Film Festival, which has a good following. But if you wanted to go, if you wanted to go viral, and you were consulting, like helping them to do that, mm -hmm. what sorts of things would you recommend to Jeff? So, first off, I would study your niche. Like, what are other people doing? Like, with a big following, like following around you. I would. That's what I do. I do a lot of studying. So, like people around me I'm, I'm like what are they doing how are they have this many followers what how long are the videos what are their titles like everything i study it and then i do it but i put my own original twist to it or i make it better so, that's great so for you the research yeah oh, you know, re some, research is everything. some things don't go away right researching <laughs> no, yeah. your researching your competition yeah, yeah yeah for sure uh but yeah i would just i would study it and then i would get with you and i would make the short form content and you put it out there and go from there you so you'd make one clip and then you'd post it on all these platforms like youtube shorts uh tiktok instagram reels you post it on all of them you can adjust it throughout the time frame that would be best fit for that platform but then that's what i would do starting from there i would put out like for starting off i'd put like three clips a day like so so wow. let me ask you this so we have the the films that filmmakers make for say 48 are five minutes long obviously way too long mm -hmm. for the time we're talking. yeah but would like an excerpt that was 30 seconds long from one of those yeah. films. Yeah. If it had a beginning and middle and end, I mean, we didn't even have to have that, but it was something visually appealing. That would be a start. Yeah. hundred percent. So okay. you don't have to have a conclusion in these short forms. You can leave it open. Like people, like you don't know what's happening. So people will then go to your profile to try to figure out like what happened. Cause you so, left them on a cliffhanger. So it's like, it's moments that, that, 15, yeah. that 15 seconds or 31 seconds, whatever it is, you're, you're just suggesting the moment and, yep. and people go and dig mm -hmm. deeper, you know, yeah. resolve it. Okay. Exactly. So, so that's like one method, right? Mm -hmm. Is there like a bigger strategy to, to level up and get a bigger audience? How do you go beyond shorts? What would you do? Uh, going beyond shorts, you would just, I, I mainly base off of YouTube videos, which is long form. Like I make like twenty minute videos on WT, oh. so wow, 
So I'm, I make these based long videos, and you got to make them good that people want to watch. You got to keep them entertained the whole time. If there's ever like downtime, then they'll click off. So you do that. May I ask you why you do that? I mean, I, I think I know they answered that it has to do with the total playable minutes and the total subscriber base you have, and that's how YouTube pays out. Is that? I think yeah, I've heard yeah, that, that too. Yeah. So like the the longer they watch, well, it don't go on that on how much you get paid. It's if how long they watch the ads. Oh. So like how many people watch the video and then how many people watch through the ads. So you could be getting paid more depending on how much of the ad they watch, which is okay. a weird, weird aspect. Hmm. But, uh, so what, what was the question? So, so, was, so you make, <laughs> you make 20 minute video. Yeah. That's a long, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a long time. Yeah. So, so you make the 20 minute videos and then that's where you gain like your, your loyal fans. If you get uh YouTube subscribers from there and then you'll get your clips from that video and put it on these short channels. So like YouTube shorts. So you don't post on uh, YouTube shorts. You don't po post long term on there. You just, yeah. you just do your short. And then on YouTube is where you post your 20 minute videos. Okay. So that's how you would start to gain and get traction and bigger followings from just making like long term videos like that. And but, it, the, but the long, but so just, sorry. I'll no, say go, it back no, to please, you please, I, Jeff. Go ahead. Yeah. So you would make a 20 minute video, mm -hmm. but you wouldn't expect to get a lot of following from that. You would take an exciting moment from the 20 minute video put it on the TikTok yep. or the Instagram reel, assuming and hoping that somebody would see that and pop over to see the longer piece. Exactly. But it also depends on the niche. So like like I said, I have four channels. So like my car channel is completely different niche than my uh, WT channel, which is the prank channel. And they have to be kept in separate niches because YouTube will yeah. penalize you if you like do a bunch of things on the same channel? Yeah, it'd be like walking into like a cat. Like if you're going to adopt a cat and you see a bunch of dogs in there, you'll be like, <laughs> with the dogs, dogs yeah <laughs> i thought this was a gay bar <laughs> i thought this was a cat channel yeah <laughs> yeah but no but, but in all seriousness yeah. they punish you youtube punishes you yeah, for being I mean, a diverse you know eclectic well, guy or i mean lady. It's not, yeah it's not really youtube punishing it's the like audience too because they're like like what's going on i thought this was like a car channel but he's over here cooking pizza Okay. So huh. like, it confuses so it's, the audience, and then they'll click off. Again, an, an mm. old-timey thing. Know your audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Know your audience. Yeah. So, like, for the car channel, wait, what was the question again for... So, I was, I was talking well, about Well, about channel. niches. You have, the, you have a car channel as a niche, and you have three other channels. But you were talking about how you treat the car channel slightly differently. Yes, yes. Okay, so yes. on the car channel, I don't make any uh, short-term short -term content for it. So I've had I have like almost five thousand subscribers on the car channel, and that's in within less than a year. Wow! I, I got monetized on that within six months, and that's making fantastic making a few hundred from like the ad revenue on that. And what would you say every a, few, a few hundred every month for, yeah. with that base? That's pretty good. And what would you say is the the number one thing that drives traffic that that builds up the subscribers? Um. Uh, that's why, okay, that's what I was getting into on the niche form. So like on my car channel, it's YouTube, it's, it's recommendation because the niche is so narrow, like, cause I do car tutorials. So I got to do how to change the spark plug. So when people, when people search in, how do I change the spark plug? It'll just pop up my video. And so that's how that gains so much traction just from YouTube. But like on, uh, prank channels, the niche is so broad and everyone, it's so saturated that uh, you can't really type it in and find your video, so you have to blow up on short-term content on, like, oh. more broader niches. So one supports the other. But, but I mean, I would think there's a lot of videos on changing a spark plug, so there must be something yeah. different about yours. Yeah, well, yeah, it is a little different. Cause, so my dad, he owns, like, 200 Priuses, 
So uh, people are scared to work on Priuses because uh, they're high voltage and they can kill you. So, okay. So, <laughs> yes, uh, that would be a deterrent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that's not the reason I'm scared of working on cars. It's because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's also a deterrent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I did. I really did narrow down the niche on the car channel for mainly just Priuses because a lot of people don't work on them. Yeah. So that's okay. what I'm saying. So the more narrow, yeah. the better. But the so more narrow, the better. That's a lot of really strategic thinking. For sure. Wyatt. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. But but the, the thing is that because YouTube is billions of people watching, I guess, billions mm. of hours, even if you are in a very small niche, you know, some percentage of those billions, it's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, so you, you, have, you, have, you have your niche audience. I remember... This is when Wired Magazine was new, right? So this has been quite a while ago. There was a great ad, and it said, only 0.000152% of the world's population cares about what you post online, just enough to make you a millionaire. Right. You know, because if you if yeah. you find that, that percentage of people who love the thing you're doing, they'll pay for it. Now, let me ask yeah. you about, you know, that you brought up an excellent point, Jeff. I want to follow up on that. Um, so there is a theory... And it's, it's, well, several years old now. It was inside the music industry, um, musicians, but also uh, visual artists, um, that if you had a thousand faithful uh, fans that buy everything mm -hmm. you produce, it's called the long tail theory. And if they bought everything, you know, if you're like a, you know, kind of like a not a well-known, you know, obscure band and maybe industrials, whatever, but they bought your t-shirts and your board game and your coffee cup and your this and everything, right? They're super fans. Mm -hmm. That would sustain you a hundred thousand dollars a year, probably income. And that'd be yeah. enough. And that's all you need is a thousand loyal fans. Now, do you, do you believe that? Or do you think you need the million subscribers? Like, do you have any sense of like whether that theory still holds up or no, you know, yeah. I mean, social yeah, no. media is such a big fan base you're dealing with potentially. Yeah, no, I think that still holds up for sure. Like you, you, I would rather have ten thousand loyal fans than have ten million non-loyal fans. So, like, which pays better though? Well, probably the the loyal fans for sure. Yeah, because okay. I mean, although YouTube does pay really good for like ads for views like that, uh, you would want the the stable like fan base that you know that will be there for you, even though like say you do change niches or like you transition into something else then they'll be there even though your views are dropping mm. so like you want the people that like are loyal and will ride for you like throughout the ups and downs uh, that's actually a really great point so going back to content so yeah. how to change a spark plug how how much effort do you need to put into devising what you're going to present next sure that, that fulfills 20 minutes if your niche is so narrow about priuses slow motion well, yeah, like again, you just. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <baby. laughs> Hello. Uh, <laughs> very soothing. This is a low stress bike plug change, okay, guys? <laughs> yeah, no, I just like, I study the market and see what people are like wanting to know. Uh, and do you, so, so I've heard so one strategy you, for this look for complaints, find the complainers, yeah. right? Because yep. they'll tell you what to make a video about. So, how do, yeah. you, how do you research that aspect? Well, I mean, this mainly, I just go off of like. Because so, this car channel is growing like so rapidly that I just go off like what people are telling me, like the feedback that I get oh, from my channel. Okay, great, great. Yeah, I get it now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's YouTube's just pushing that one. I don't have to do any short term content or nothing because it's like I said, it is the narrow niche. But yeah, I, I don't know. That's pretty amazing. I mean, there's a, I think there's some lessons here for filmmakers and media yeah. types, right? I mean, 
because we're trying to well okay follow-up question because a lot of what we try to do is to is to get above the noise because there's saturation right Mm -hmm. so so what strategies have you discovered or that you're thinking about to cut through the noise and stand out from the crowd niche is one we talked about that. you have to do you have to be original which that's a basic one yeah and i feel like you have to do something that like people haven't seen before and like don't just like copy somebody you have to I've been trying to find like lately like stuff people haven't seen before. Like for an example, like on the prank channel that we have, we did the paying for the people behind you like in a drive thru. But mm. I put my I put another car on the trailer behind me. So like we went through the drive thru and I paid for the people behind me, but it was my friend and they got up and the guy, the people at the window were like they're like looking <laughs> everywhere and like, they're like who, who are these guys? And it's just stuff like that. That's a line, that's an elaborate setup though. Yeah. So you have to be pretty creative about yeah. it, right? It's just all about creativity. We did another one where you uh we did shoplifting in, in a store. Yikes. But we were lifting weights. And so I went and got an associate. I was like, <laughs> these guys are stealing hundred pound barbells? No, yeah. I was like <laughs> I went and got an associate. I was like, these guys are shoplifting and they were my friends and they were just over there like lifting the weights, like the display weights. Like lifting weights in the shop, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, I got yeah, it." Yeah, that's funny. That's good. Just like little creative stuff like that, people like to see. I mean, it's, um, yeah, creativity stands quality again, right? Stands out. Now, um, so question here: so long term, so now we're going to twenty twenty four. You know, we got. I guess you don't think much about X or formerly Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, what What do you got in mind? What do you got a feeling is coming here with social media next year? Uh, I mean, X, I've never been on, I never really got into X. I've tried, but I mean, you can only be at so many spots for like one. I don't know. I can't, I can only put my attention into so many things. Sure. I mean, I'll really figure out for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you, but do you sense anything down the road that's coming at you? I mean, any big changes coming up? Do you get a sense of thing, steps you need to be taking now to prepare? Um, I mean, I can't, I don't really know as of right now. I, I would just see what everyone else around you and what like your niche see what they're doing and just make sure like if they if it is starting to change make sure you hop on that like if you start to see it early make sure you hop on it early okay there there's the question right there there's the thing yeah how do you see early how do you see around the corner before anyone else do you have a do you have a method for that cuz that's really important mm-hmm. so you want to see like if someone like around you is blowing up and like nobody knows who they were before then what are they doing like, what are they doing different? Like, how are they getting there? Like, how am I not there? And you you see that. You see what kind of video it is, like what type of things they're doing. And that's how you kind of But there's an it. assumption there, isn't there, that that can be reproduced and that is not luck? Is there any element of luck in all this? Or is it all scientific, you think? Things it, you can control. It is luck, yeah. But if you make a, if you make a good video, people are going to like it with the short form. But, like... If, on like a YouTube video, if you make a good video, it might not get seen because it's so saturated. Mm. But like on these short forms, they push it because that's how the algorithm is. They'll push your video to like the first five people, like I said. So like you'll get the exposure if you have a good video. Interesting. And then anybody can do shorts, right? You don't need to have yeah. like a minimum number of subscribers to like do shorts, right? YouTube, no, yeah, yeah. YouTube shorts we're talking about, right? Yeah, anybody can do it. Or, and well, face- when I say shorts, I'm talking like every platform. Okay, got it. But yeah, YouTube shorts too. What do you think about this, Jeff? I mean, like you're, I mean, you, you, you run a film festival. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of promotion involved with that. These are powerful tools. Yeah. And you have a lot of content too. Yes. That's why I'm very excited about hearing what Wyatt has to say, because it, it's, you know, Seto 48 has a philosophy, filmmaker, filmmaker, filmmaker. 
-hmm. Every decision we make has to help the filmmaker three different times in three different ways before anybody else stands to benefit. That's how you get people coming back because they're like, wow, you really take care of us and this is a great opportunity. But I see this is something that we are missing out on. Yeah, for sure. In terms of promoting the film and driving people to the films because, you know, it's we're so accustomed to being prepared for what we're going to see when we go to the theater. We've seen reviews, we've seen a poster, we've seen a trailer. And so it's very hard to get somebody to go see a five minute film unless they've seen 30 seconds or 15 Mm -hmm. seconds that make them go, what is going on? And then hopping over. So it's a a kind of trailer in a way, although it's probably just an excerpt because that'd be the easiest thing to do. So Uh, I I see that as a, as a, place that we're lacking and that's that's why i wanted you on the show why because this is something we had talked mm-hmm. about talking about and i thought well, we might as well talk about it in a, in a forum where other people can benefit from it yeah too. absolutely and i think a lot of people have these questions you know and don't understand I mean, like how does someone become an influencer there's a whole influencer economy out there influencer marketing mm-hmm. which i've heard about and frankly don't know how people get to a million followers and is it this way is there some secret sauce we don't know about uh, i mean i don't know the secret sauce yet because i don't have a million followers uh but maybe you'll receive the envelope in the mail that says, yeah. welcome yeah. to the class. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but you know one way. thing is, is my soul. What, what is it that you do? I mean, I'm not going to do the spark plug. I'm going to do something else. But because but, we've got the content. But you you know the, the car repair thing. So that mm-hmm. was, it's kind of a, you know, this is where life has brought me to. And now I'm going to capitalize on it. And where yeah. it's brought you to. Do you have some idea? Now, you don't have to tell us anything that you don't want to share. But but you've got in mind tell future me. ideas. You don't tell, him, tell me. <laughs> Well, I mean, because um, you're watching them, they're probably watching you, so you don't want to reveal any secrets. But you do have plans. I mean, you're thinking of new niches. Are you think? Are you always having to think of growth, or are you just thinking of building what you got? Yeah, I'm thinking of growth, growth for sure. So, like, you can have one Google AdSense account, and you can have like 200 YouTube channels on that. So, like, every why is that significant? So, like, every ad uh, channel that you have, like, all these ad revenues will go into that one account. So, you can have, oh. like, this channel coming in, like, $5 a month, and this channel has, like, $500 a month, and it's all coming into this one account. Well, for folks who don't know who are listening, maybe, would you explain, please, what this AdSense thing is about? Yeah, so Google, you set up the account through Google, and it's for uh, YouTube running ads. So, like, when, it, when YouTube runs an ad, Depending on how like how much they view that ad or how many people view the ad or like how long, depends on how much you make, and so like that'll go into your there's like a big analytic chart and it'll go into the chart and it'll show you like your CPM like how much you're making per thousand like viewers. I think my CPM on my car channel is like four to five dollars per thousand viewers. The CPM is what does CPM stand for? Uh, clicks. Uh, I think it's the CPM is the clicks per minute. I think. Okay. Uh, or call, well, we'll have to look that up, cost yeah. per minute. But cost it's, per but minute, it, yeah, it cost how, per minute. Is it how, yeah, you, cost. how you get paid? Yeah, so it's how you get paid. Yeah. It's So it's how much they pay you per, like, thousand viewers that you get. Okay. So that's how much you get paid, and this will all go into your Google AdSense account. All right, which so that is, builds up, and that's money for you. Yeah. Right? Now, now, not everybody can do this, though. You have to be invited to the club. Don't you have to have a certain number of subscribers yep. or viewers or some sort of thing, threshold you got to reach to be invited to get make money? Yeah. So, so you how have, do you get there? You have to have 1,000 subscribers, and which that one's not hard to reach, but you have to have 4,000 hours of watch time. Uh, that's that what I was talking about. That's so, the one that always so catches 1, people. and 4,000 subs and 4,000 hours. Yeah. So, so just put kitten content, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, the world's most adorable kittens. 
You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, because nobody's doing kittens. <laughs> yeah. There's a few Really kittens. adorable kittens. <laughs> no, but you solved the problem with the niche, right? What are some other methods to get to 1,000 subscribers, you think, in 4,000 hours? Um, Other methods? I mean... Well, you know, secret sauce. Well, I'm just, yeah. before, sauce before, before, the, we, before we move on, is yeah. there is there a, f a function of the fact that your YouTube, your car channel is so specific, it helps advertisers know where to put their ad dollars because these people mm -hmm. who, these people who care about cars they care about Priuses and they care about repairing them so it's like you're not like doing this general thing about kittens it's like how many kittens can you own yeah that's a joke but yeah, yeah but, but 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 i mean it's very from an advertising point of view yes this is this is their audience i mean the question yeah. you know is o'reilly here in town you know looking for you yeah have they found you and you don't have any control who runs on your channel right so there yeah. could be some guy working at O'Reilly marketing department saying, "Yeah, you know, we should advertise on, on, uh, on your on, channel, on your channel, your car channel." Yeah, is that how that works? Uh, or do, do they pick the advertisers? No, yeah, I mean they pick it. I'm pretty sure, but they they do it based on like what kind of content you make for okay. sure. Mm -hmm. But have yeah, you, I'm not, I'm not have, too. Have you seen an O'Reilly commercial, or do you know what runs on your channels? Um, I don't think I haven't really watched what runs on my car channel. No. I'm okay, too busy huh? making it. Yeah. <laughs> too busy making so money. Busy. Give me the yeah. bills. Yeah, I got a full time job and I'm running these four channels and I do I sell cars on the side too. So yeah, I'm completely busy. But I try to look at all the analytic sides of it. I really like looking at like the stat sheets and everything. It is a business. I mean, yeah. you can make this into a really good business. Oh yeah, for and sure. have financial independence. Now, oh. for uh, getting around the uh, gatekeepers or trying to build yourself up as an artist, which is what we're trying to do here. Um, I mean, this is, this is, I mean, this is like a massive like weapon. I mean, this is like a huge advantage that you can have as an independent, right? I mean, it's accessible. Is there any, are there any barriers to doing what you do? Can any of us do this? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Any, I try to encourage my friends, like my, my friends make music or my friends cook cookies. Like I tell them, like I try to encourage them, like whatever you do, like put it out there. Cause it, it, some will be narrow niche and like, it'll get out there. You make your short form. You just film what you're doing. You be authentic. Uh, you be genuine, and people will uh, they'll want to see that for right sure. On. And like, I I have one friend. I was telling him the other day. Uh, he has a murder mystery channel. He's making twenty k a month, and he only has two hundred thousand subscribers, making twenty k a month from just YouTube. Is a friend of yours? Yeah. Wow, not too bad. Not shabby. Yeah. So, but so does he all... write? He writes and shoots and directs murder mysteries. How yeah. long are they? Well, he's. Oh, or does he up. tell murder stories? He. No, he like tells. It's like called missing murder mysteries, is what it's called. But he, he don't. He has somebody uh, narrate it and uh, do it all for him. So oh, he okay. he started all off like on his own, but then it finally it grew into something bigger than that. So he pays he people. Help. Yeah, yeah, he pays people to do it all now though. But he showed me all of his stats and he, he's like, keep this between me and you. He was making like. 30k a month okay so do we, do we need to cut this <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I won't i won't well i mean i mean those numbers do it, jive with other numbers i've yeah, heard so I it's mean, not totally he secret. just said don't show this the chat or the stat sheet to anybody okay so yeah we, we should begin we, we can well, we can show it on this <laughs> no you want me to show you guys no, no on a yeah. podcast you can show it oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh that's amazing okay wait i want to back up okay so here, a lot, everything depends on getting the first thousand, right? Because that's where you start to like see the, the, the scaling effects, the network yep. effects, right? So how do you get to the thousand? Um, it, 
depending on your niche. So like if you Again. have a broad niche, you want to go with the short form because that's the only way you're going to get exposure. Because YouTube, you eventually, if you make really good videos, YouTube might push it. But if it's so saturated, it's going to be hard to do it that way. And it's going to be demotivating because you, you'll see yourself not getting views. But if you start seeing yourself getting views on these short forms and then they translate into these long forms, that's how you'll get monetized through that. But if you get a narrow niche like my car channel, then you'll see YouTube, the platform, start to push on it on its own. And you won't have to do all these short form things. So, wow. Wow. I mean, my eyes are opened. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And, and are you learning this from your friends or is there a website you go to for like news, like social media examiner daily or whatever? Where do you get this? Where do you, where do you find this stuff out? You just study the market. You just, you, your enemies are your friends. You just study what they're doing and you change it up and do it, do it on your own. Oh, it's very gangster right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's interesting it's about changing it up and you don't even have to change it up that much. Like you said, you just put the car behind you on a trailer and there, there it's different enough yeah. to be intriguing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on that one specifically, like the car channel with the Priuses, nobody knows how to do it, like I said. So everyone's coming to me, really, to look at these, and it's it's growing rapidly And I, just in the last six months. Yeah, that's a great one right there. Yeah. I mean, the, the, there's a lot of prank channels out there. That's a tough one. Man. Yeah. But the Prius, yeah. that's gold. Like the prank channel we've had for like three or four years, and the car channel I've had for like six months to a year and it's already about to surpass subscriber count and when, it's, you, when you think oh, about I it thought of, i thought of a great prank like a regular gas car or not it's the six one kills you or whatever anyway yeah, yeah. They, it's um but yeah a short don't let this be you and then boom take yeah. them to your channel right is that how yeah. you're saying is that kind of how it works you, you you tease them with the short and you take them to the main long form yeah so you so on a short so say you're wanting to start a short video right mm -hmm. now or you or you so whatever right. you want to make you want to do it with a bang. Like, you want to start it off with, like, whoa. Like, what is this? You want to, like, capture their attention right off the start. And then you want to kind of, like, tell out the story through the short. And then you want to leave them on a cliffhanger. You don't want to give them a conclusion. You mm. want to leave them on a cliffhanger and thinking. So then they'll go to your profile. And then in your profile, you can put, like, all your social medias in it. And, and when a person's really thinking strategic about launching a channel... Do you want to already have pre-populated and pre-populated meaning, you know, like have a bunch of stuff already there so that people have stuff to look around, kind of rummage around and, you know, oh, I want to subscribe or just, you know, doesn't matter. No, no. I would just start off. That's how, I mean, I start off just posting. You don't have to have a pre-populated like page or anything. Because I noticed your page only has 105 videos, or 106 videos. Yeah. Is that the, the TikTok the, page? Or uh, the, I think that was your YouTube. Oh page. yeah. YouTube. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot actually because for the... People around me that have more subscribers, they have less videos than that. So wow. that's actually a lot of videos. For are they cut, are they cutting their videos, like deleting videos, like in building up their uh, numbers, or are they gaming? Yeah, I don't. No, some of them do, some of them don't. I don't know if it matters. But yeah, interesting. Man, I mean, this is like a this is like a super workshop on like you know monetization and social media. And speaking of monetization, are there any tips there for people who want to become, you know, quit their day jobs? I mean, how quick, actually, here's a better question. No, wait, hold oh, on, hold on. I think what mine has made clear is I have a regular job, I have four channels. I, oh, that's true. You know, but, you know, so it's, but he it might, is, but he might but be a worker. But it's a side hustle that's worth it, you think? Yeah, for sure it's worth it. And I would put a lot more t my time into YouTube, but I work for my dad, and I don't oh. want to leave him. I'm in, like, a sandwich right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I do, like, all the work for him, so if I left him, it would kind of hurt him, and he's my dad, but. Yeah, but well, yeah, that's would, nice. That's very nice. Has, he always, nice has he always been nice to you, though? I mean, 
Didn't he, didn't he ground you for something you didn't really ever do? And it wouldn't be a great way to get back at him. No, I mean I never. Oh, prank him, prank him like you're gonna leave. But there are some people. <laughs> but there are some YouTubers who are making so much money they could like re, you know help their parents retire early. I mean, there's oh, I mean there's yeah. huge potential in all this, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I would, if you're if you're trying to make YouTube your main like source, I would definitely just start a bunch of narrow niched uh, things. Mm-hmm. So like, and say, see which one takes off. Yeah, say you yeah. like building tables with holes in the middle then yeah. build tables with holes in the middle <laughs> and say you like make two channels like separate them like do one channel of you making a hole in the table and do one channel of you building it or just just kind of experiment that's what i do a lot of that's what and you're doing this all yourself like are there companies that you can hire or agents to help you like get where you want to go faster or is it just all you yeah i mean right now it's just all me uh there there is people that will you can hire and do all that but they don't see my vision. I want it my way. I was just going to say, I'm probably, <laughs> right love they, it. they will be able to, yeah, no, that's exactly right. You, yeah. You, because it, it is a buy your own bootstraps yeah. kind of thing. And then if somebody comes along and says, oh, hey, you got something. I, I see your vision. I can now help you expand and stuff like that. But initially, everybody's got to do their own damn thing. Yeah. I mean, they just, you, yeah. you have to do the work, the sweat equity. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I encourage you guys to make short, like, uh, like channels honestly yeah, i'm yeah. actually gonna, just a short gonna, channel gonna, yeah after this like, is over you're gonna show up how to do that <laughs> like I'm not tiktok kidding. yeah youtube because Instagram. again going back to you know promoting the filmmakers if we can get more people to watch the sato 48 films and see the quality and the value in it and then say ah because for us the the conversion if you will would be i can do that i'm gonna i'm gonna participate in sato 48 mm-hmm. for one thing i can i can do better than that and and then it's also wow, and they they help promote my movie once I make it. So it's not just it's only two days for them to make the movie, but we keep promoting it in per- perpetuity because it becomes part of the canon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a real strong reason to do it. Yeah. Wow. Oh, for sure. And you can't get discouraged if you're not getting views like right off the bat, or if like you get you you do get a lot of views and then it kind of drops because I've no telling how long I've been I just posted and like not got very many views at all, mm-hmm. and then you. Just, you just got to stay motivated throughout the time, stay consistent and just keep pushing out and keep, if you keep like seeing what your niche is headed towards, you'll be fine and just keep adapting to it. Now you have a defined niche. I mean, so you know what you're doing already, but yeah, there's some people I've heard that like kind of chase trends, you know, hashtag, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're always looking for like the trending hashtag. Is that a smart way to go doing and do things, try to ride that wave and get in front of that ball? I mean, uh, is there is there a better way you think? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really call it tra- like chasing trends. You just like chase like you would just go towards what's more relevant in that like in your niche. Okay. So like, I th- I think when people say trends, they're like, oh, do the renegade on TikTok. I think that's what they think when they when you say trends. So no, but, but, no, me, but, but I, that's a great question, John. Because again, I think it goes back to you're talking about authenticity and mm-hmm. consistency and mm-hmm. something that you can do over and over and over, irrespective of the views until you get traction. If, if it's not something that you're passionate about, I don't, I think it's harder to maintain that startup point of view. Yeah. And then, but then what I would combine it with, with what you're talking about is then look at all these other trending things and borrow the things you can replicate for your own vision. Is that kind of the, the yeah. model you've used? Yeah, and people yeah. can like eye out if you're not being genuine, like if you're like faking it. Like yeah. I, I seen a kid that had like thirty k subscribers, and you can tell like he that like that wasn't him, and like mm-hmm. he didn't make it. He don't even do YouTube channels anymore. Were he collapsed? I mean, yeah, that, yeah, he it? just quit because like he knew that wasn't him. 
because oh. he was being someone that he wasn't. Just existential for a crisis. Wow. Yeah. So, so wait a minute. Forgive me. Like the, the wait a minute. I might be somebody that I'm not. For a lot of money, a lot of people be a lot oh, yeah, of things. Lot I'm of surprised money. by it a little bit, but yeah, I guess yeah. it could happen. Yeah. The the I said mentioned hashtags earlier. It's kind of like that's more traditionally kind of a Twitter thing, or X. But but is that actually a good way to like promote uh, on YouTube Shorts or on YouTube or on Instagram these days? Or is that kind of like by using work? hashtags? Yeah, does this still work? Uh, some people say it does. Some people say it don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just kind of experiment. I, I've seen personally that it don't really help. Is it the title that that's what grabs the algorithm's yeah, I mean, attention? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, it's really just if you make a good video, they're gonna push it. So it's the watches. Yeah, yeah I mean, it the, don't. You can really the views. Yeah. yeah, it don't really matter on the shorts what you put as a title. Okay, it does matter on YouTube what you put as a title, but like okay. for short form, it don't really matter. Okay, interesting. So you might as well call it Jeff Clinkenbeard. Yeah, that's a great title. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. love it. I just pulled something out of the air. Yeah, <laughs> this has been a master class. I mean, really, it really has. I'm I'm kind of blown away. I want to. Oh, question. So, um, so does it matter what we? I mean, can we just film the stuff on our phone, like vertical, and just put it on our phone and edit it in the phone, or should we be producing content with our, you know, cameras and other, you know, gear, making, you know, making a really nice, polished, professional product off the can off the, your phone? Like yeah. where, where, where should what should be your studio? In other words, I guess is what I'm asking. Well, for I'll give you an example for what I do. Yeah. So I make these like I'm, I shoot it with my camera and then I go and edit it like for YouTube, like a DSLR, like a like yeah, a, yeah yeah DSLR, yeah. and then I will just clip it from that. So it'll be like from the high quality, but then like for like the shorts, you want it vertically, yeah. but you shoot it on YouTube horizontally, so you gotta blow mm. it up, which it it loses quality on shorts when you blow it up. So, I mean, it don't matter, though, for shorts. Like, if it is a good video and, like, it's funny or people are entertained by it, yeah. they don't really see the little quality drop right there. Okay. But, Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Um, I am just, like, totally blown away uh, by all of this. this is, uh, you've answered so many questions, so many nagging questions I've had for a long time, and I'm yeah. sure you have for a lot of people who are listening, too. Do you guys have nagging questions that you've always wanted to answer? Because this guy is totally a guru, and this is our opportunity to pick the guru's brain, which is like a really interesting game when you think about it. Whatever. How anyway, do I get let's laid? Move on. How do I get laid more? <laughs> oh man! No, no, no! I mean, like, well, find, I'm find drive somebody fast cars. in the industry. That, that, that is niche. That is niche. That is niche. That is short. No, it's what an insult. That is. Well, I'm, boy. Tell, I'm telling yeah, you, and I have not found that niche yet. By the way, that's where you're going to no. get your subscribers. <laughs> I'm telling you now. <laughs> no, but no, but yes, no. I'm, I'm kind of joking, but it is kind of not a joke because if I yeah. wanted that as my focus, then I would find yeah. just do a 15 seconds like a dating app. I think if you become a rapper, I think you get laid more. <gasps> you okay, you do that? I can rhyme. Yeah, any old time. <laughs> there, fast do car. Yeah. Sure, oh my god. We got to speak of niches. Him, he may be saying like gift rapper. Oh, yeah, yeah. you make like really Santa good Rose. Christmas presents. Like you wrap those really well. Yeah, dapper rapper. Maybe you're a candy rapper. wrapper. You make like candy wrappers. Oh, or maybe I'm I mean, a candy striper. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, there you oh go. no. <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, oh, I th I don't know where are we at on time here. I think we've been on. For We're a, at 41 minutes. 41 minutes. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I just, I mean, Jeff, do you have questions? I feel I, I want to thank you for sharing oh, yeah. so much, Wyatt. This has been amazing. I, I, I hope you would come back again and share more. That, yeah. um, I know a lot of people are going to like get their start in social media by what, with what you've shared today. Yeah. And uh, It's very and encouraging. It's very encouraging. It gives us a lot of hope as media makers, as filmmakers, as artists. 
And um, and I think you've provided a really valuable service here. So I want to thank you for this. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. Hopefully, people like hear this and like take action. Like yeah. I try to harp my friends to do it. I mean, they don't really jump on and train, and I I harp at them that they need to. Well, before we go here and sign off, are there any other secrets or resources you would provide to people who want to do what you're doing? Um, other than what I said, yeah. Mm, I don't just be authentic and genuine and. People will see that, really. That's really what it comes down to. But, you know, you, if, it, 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 the quality that you're talking about is a self-starter. A lot of people, they're not self-starters. They yeah. were like, eh, tell me what to do, you know, yeah. and I'll do that, and that'll be enough. Like, I had a friend who worked for the state, and he quit because he couldn't be around people who, young people, who mm-hmm. were going to do this for the next 25 years of their life. He's like, I got to get out of here. This is going to kill me. Even though the money's pretty good because you're working for the state. So I think if you're not a self-starter, maybe maybe look at that a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. Why are you giving away so much of your energy and your genius uh, to other people when you could be doing something on your own that's you know, eventually remunerative? Yeah, I mean, I hear... I, I, when I hear you talk and I, and I see what you're doing and know that this is actually a profitable venture that you're involved in, um, I mean, it gives, it gives me a lot of hope, you know, that there's a path to financial independence and a way to continue making art, which is, you know, what a lot of artists are trying to do is figure out a way to, to keep their time for themselves so they can make art. And, and you offer a path, a viable path. And that gives me a lot of hope. And I think it's going to be very, very interesting to a lot of people. I have one last question before we sign off here because I wanted to ask, um, do you have any idea or do you have recommendations or, or sense? What is the fastest amount of time you get from zero to a thousand subscribers? On YouTube? Yeah. The fastest way would be short form. But do you have any idea how long? Would it be a, a year, two years? I mean, people really wanting to quit that job. I mean, what, what time frame are they looking at to, to get to that thousand and start changing their lives? All right. Say I was somebody that was working a nine to five and had zero subscribers. Mm-hmm. I would be in the bathroom editing uh, on your break times, editing, posting clips, getting out there, exposures, everything, blitz marketing. You want to get yourself out there. If you People aren't going to see you if you're not out there. So What do you mean by out there? Like posting on short forms. Like Instagram Reels, uh, you can try Twitter. It hasn't really worked for me. Uh, YouTube Shorts, TikTok. Jumping on the podcast like this. Is, this is part of it too, would you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get yourself that. <laughs> Jump on podcasts, yeah. This is, you guys got a good thing going here. All right. Yeah. Well, man, we are so grateful and thankful. Thank you, Wyatt, for doing this. We're going to sign off tonight. Jeff, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Yeah, we appreciate it a to lot. To give up so much time talking about me to somebody else. Oh, man. But you, you are a very important contributor to our community, so we appreciate that. And Wyatt, you have a, I can see that you're going to be involved in a lot of things for a long time. Yeah. So I uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me, and we'll stay in touch. Sounds good. We're going to sign off now. Again, this is John Farmer, dilatory with the Ozarks Film Foundry's production of Outland Filmmakers, about indie filmmaking and the arts everywhere outside of New York City and L.A., which means the entire world. This show is for all of you out there, wherever you're listening. Thank you for visiting with us and spending your time, and we'll look forward to hearing you and being with you again soon. Take care. Mm-hmm.